Good afternoon and welcome to Rolling with Aaron, my not so serious podcast. And happy Friday. I don't know about you, but I'm thinking of somewhere warm today. Went out to go meet a student this morning and it was freezing. And just a fun fact, if you're in a wheelchair, it's good to wear gloves, at least when you're not moving, because in weather like this, your wheel rims get so cold, it's actually hazardous to touch them with your hands, I know by experience. But yeah, on that note, I think of things on this afternoon to do indoors. Things that will help me conquer my winter blues. And I spend the weekend doing lots of fun activities so that I don't have to go outside. I can just put a movie on in the background. Today I'd like to talk about tactile arts and crafts, which is something I do. I've always enjoyed making things with my hands. I've always enjoyed knitting and sculpting with clay, especially when I, when I was a kid. Today, I'd like to talk to you about paper quilling. That's Q-U-I-L-L-I-N-G. Now, when I tell people that at first, they get confused and they ask me, quilting? I say no, I said quilling. This is an, an art form that a lot of people have never heard of before. And so, all right, I will try to explain this. Paper quilling is when you have little tiny strips of paper. We're talking an eighth of an inch wide sometimes to a quarter of an inch. Little tiny strips, and they're very long. And you can take your fingers or you can take a tool and roll and scroll them into little coils. And you can take those coils also and configure them into shapes. And it sounds kind of weird, but you can actually do that with paper this side. You can make circle coils, open coils, closed coils, or you can do little squares, little triangles. But the thing that you do is then you take those paper coils and you glue them down or glue them together into different shapes, configurations, pictures, designs, color designs, texture patterns. It can be either two-dimensional or three-dimensional. What I like about quilling is that you can really, it seems very simple, but you can actually do a lot of things. You could go in any direction and do whatever you want. So when you take the paper, you're gluing it down, not on the flat part of the paper, but you're actually gluing it on its edge. And it's very hard for me to try and put this into like a visual picture. But if you were to go online and Google the term paper quilling, you'd probably have some marvelous visual designs and pictures to look at, including my own sister's Facebook page. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But yeah, look this up because it is truly an awesome art form. I do it for fun. My sister does it as an artist. And I learned how to do this craft a couple years ago and I have not ever stopped. During my free time, my sister and I will hang out doing this and it's the most fun I've ever had. So a couple years ago, 
around New Year's Day, I was over at my sister's. It was the afternoon. I was kind of bored. I'd watched all the movies I'd wanted to watch. I was like, man, I don't want to sit still anymore watching movies. I want to do something because that's that's me. I can only sit down and be a captive audience to a movie for so long. And I love working with my hands in some way. It's very relaxing. So she had an idea. She's like, you know what? I will teach you how to quill and we'll see how it goes. Now, I'd watched her do this a few times for a couple years. And at first, we both agreed it was sort of complicated. But then, you know, she had to sit down and think about it and said, you know, it's actually pretty simple. It's just a strips of paper, you roll it up and glue, and I'll give you a tile to work on and you could do a design and glue it on something flat. Um, that's how I started my projects. That's what she showed me. She used to get these, still does I think, gets these tiles that she can do different tactile designs on, among other things. So I started to do this and it just clicked. It was one of these arts and crafts that from the second I started off, it clicked. I almost want to say it spoke to me. Kind of cliche, but it did. It was really easy. And then when I started, I just couldn't stop. For the next two hours, I was sitting there gluing these little coils into shapes and designs. The first couple tiles I did were little abstractions. And I loved the feel of the different textures that I could do with it. And later on, when I got better, I began to experiment and organize different piles with colors in it. Sometimes I'd drive Lauren nuts because I'd ask, I'd hold up something and she'd be over doing something and I'd say, hey, what color is this? What color is that? But the fun part about that is because I learned to do that, you know, that's what people who see pay attention to. So I was able to take advantage of that and do some pretty awesome pictures. Uh, one of the things that I did actually that was really fun a year ago, I made a floral design piece on a tile and I based the colors and the rough shape of it, I based that off of the zinnias that I had potted on the patio. They were pink and white and I wanted to do, do a shape similar to the zinnias and it ended up being these big cupped flowers on a vine shape green vine green leaves on the bottom and big pink and white flowers with pink petals and white centers and it turned out excellent it's kind of fun because you know some art I do turns out the way I want it to and I have a picture in my head and sometimes it comes out totally different than what I think it will but then again, that's what organic art does sometimes. You have to just go with the flow. That's what I learned with about quilling. I took the floral piece I did, entitled it Flower Vine, and I actually entered it into an arts competition for artists with disabilities called Accessible Expressions Ohio. And it won in the mixed media category. And so it was able to be exhibited in different places around the state with the other pieces. 
And that totally blew me away because it was one of those, well, I'll enter it and see what happens because what the hey, you know. And funnily enough, there it went. It, it entered in on mixed media. Because I think quilling is so unique, you know, not everybody does it. And that's kind of why I did this. So needless to say, I had a lot of fun, unexpected adventures with quilling. I still do it to this day. My sister and I, we will sit and craft at the table. A lot of times on Sunday afternoons, I'll go over to her house and we'll both be sitting there at our respective tables. She'll have a project, I'll have some paper in front of me, and we'll both just spend the afternoon rolling and scrolling and coiling and quilling and doing different designs. I really have enjoyed learning how to do this because it's gotten me it's gotten me interested in aspects of art that I never used to think about before because I can tactily engage with the art. It has gotten me thinking more about colors, not only about three-dimensionality, but two-dimensionality. I'm able to do things and envision things that I had not been able to do before. And the fun part about it is from the first day that I started to quill, it clicked, so I just dived in with both feet. I remember the first day I did it, I was sitting at the table for hours with this paper just working away on my first abstract design tile, and I practically had to be dragged away from the table to get into the car to go to New Year's dinner. And as soon as that was over and we were back home at my sister's house, I went right back to the table and started quilling again for another like hour or so. So it's been a great exploration and a great discovery for me. Now what I will do now is turn it over to my sister, Lauren Byrne. I will bring her here on the air and she will be able to explain a lot more about quilling for us. She is an artist and she has her own Facebook page and business in this art form called the Picker Elite. And she has done a variety of wonderful pictures and jewelry and things. So I'm going to let her share her experiences with us, and I'm going to let her share what quilling is, and I'm going to have her explain the history to us. And I hope you guys enjoy. Erin. Hello. Hi. Yeah, I can hear you perfect. Am I coming through okay? And my not so serious podcast. And we are joined today by my lovely sister, Lauren Byrne. Say hello. What, what? Hello. Woohoo. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> this worked. Sorry, Anchor listeners, there's just been a little delay. Well, we have tried to connect, but now we are connected, and I am so happy. So I've been telling all our listeners here about paper quilling. Yeah. What it is, why we like it so much. Yes. I have mentioned that we both love it to death, and so I wanted to... Just have you explain to us in your own words what it is, 
if you can just tell us the history, the background of paper quilling. Sure. Um, well, let me start with my earliest like memory of paper quilling. Um, mm -hmm. I, I remember incorporating it a lot into like scrapbooks and, um, really just kind of trying things out and testing it and then doing a little more research on it. Um, and you know, a brief history of it, what I have found is that it dates, some of it dates all the way back, um, to the Renaissance or pre-Renaissance. And I've even seen, um, like ancient Egyptian art that fell under the paper quilling, um, where priests and nuns would use the gilded or the golden edges of their Bibles, and they would use the art of paper quilling, which in the simplicity is the art of rolling these strips of paper and pinching them into different shapes and manipulating the paper to make beautiful art. Um, now, they would do this to, front, to the front of their Bibles as a decoration, um, and they did that because they used the supplies that they had. Um, and again, one of the reasons why I think I fell in love with the art is the simplicity of it. Um, it is paper, it is glue, and it's your hands. Um, now, they do obviously have created quite an extensive, you know, package of tools and different tricks that you can do with it. Um, but anybody can use it because of the simplicity of the art um, and it just being, you know, the strips of paper and the different ways that you use it, because really the possibilities are endless. Well, yeah, saying that really when it, you, when it comes down to it, it seems like it would be very complicated, but it's actually very simple. And all one really does need is their hands. That's why I learned and caught onto it so quickly because once you understand what the concept is you can go in any direction right you can do designs mm -hmm. and most people you think have you know scissors or have paper or simple glue on hand you know where most there are quite a few arts out there and crafts where you know people may be interested in trying it but there's so many tools or so many things that you would need that you have to go out and get in order to do it where this is just pretty straightforward. You know, if you have some paper laying around, whether you're a scrapbooker or just regular copy paper, honestly, if you can cut it into strips, um, you can begin to learn the art and kind of understand how they pinch and how they manipulate the paper into different shapes. Yeah, and it's amazing the kind of things that you can do, from pictures to jewelry to art to cards. What are some of the things that you have recently done as projects? Um, you know, I started out very organically, very naturally, kind of testing my abilities, trying different techniques. And as I learned more about the art form, as I learned different techniques, um, you know, it obviously expands what kind of projects I do. Um, you know, so I started, like I said, on a small scale and used it within scrapbooking and card making, because that's kind of where my wheelhouse was. That's what I was into, um, incorporating that to have like a more dimensional look to my pages. I really liked that I could, you know, create whatever I wanted. If I didn't have a sticker, you know, for something, or if I didn't have a stamp, 
for something, I realized I could take these strips of paper and I could create whatever I wanted, whether it was, you know, a cupcake or a flower or grapes. I mean, it really, it's, it's whatever your mind can think of. Um, and, you know, over the years, I have been paper quilling for some time now. I have tried jewelry. Um, I have done, you know, framed art. I have done two-dimensional, three-dimensional, um, as well as, you know, gifts for people where I've done cards, greeting cards. Uh, and I've also incorporated into wedding invitations, baby announcements, and other really what I consider heirloom gifts, something that people are going to keep um, that commemorizes something of their, you know, from their from their life, whether it be a birth or a marriage or something um, that personalizes it in a different way. Just because mm -hmm. paper quilling is not a well-known art, even though it has such a, a extensive history, it's never really been in the forefront of art and culture and is still to this day is very unknown, um, even for people who have extensive art education backgrounds. You know, this is a different art form to them. Uh, and maybe a little bit less known in those communities or in those um, art cultures where people are. So it's always really fun and interesting to introduce people to this and show them the extensive form that it carries. You have well, because once go ahead. Once people see what it is, it's very entrancing to them. I think it, they are. I've seen people respond to this paper quilling. It's very lovely, but they're just enthralled because they've never seen it before. And I think, the, again, going back to the simplicity of it, I mean, it's strips mm -hmm. of paper. Absolutely. Uh, and and it's, it takes, you know, once you learn specific techniques and how to manipulate the paper, it, it takes you know, almost a sense of where you don't have to necessarily have that artistic form to be able to draw shapes or do this. You kind of learn how to manipulate the paper into the shapes um, and into the style that you want. And, you know, when I say style within paper quilling, I have followed a number of different paper quilling artists um, Yulia Brodskaya is one of them. She is a Russian paper quilling artist, um, and her stuff is fantastic. She oh, yeah. does a lot of what we call edge work, which is mm -hmm. simply gluing the paper on the edge rather than flat and using it to draw, using it to create these intricate patterns where it's not necessarily three-dimensional coming off the page, although she does do some of that as well. A lot of her work incorporates an artistic form of drawing um, and using paper to create these beautiful portraits, to create these beautiful advertisements where she's done quite a bit of marketing, advertising for companies that go into magazines, go into commercials and things like that. So it really there's so many different levels of it. It's, you know, it's hard to mm -hmm. even define one because you can not. Because there are so yeah. many examples out there that you can do. And what I like about quilling is that anybody can quill. Anybody. Yes. Yes. It's just really learning 
what skills, what techniques work best for you. Um, you know, there are basic tools out there, uh, you know, slotted tools or, or uh, you know, I use like a paper punching tool, which is just like a long needle tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just finding what works the best for you because each person you know, has different mobility. So there's different techniques that they can learn. It doesn't have to be one set way to learn. It allows you to discover, you know, your own method of paper quilling. Yeah, it's wonderful. And it's very flexible. We have, we have um, just a little bit of time left before the segment is ended, um, but real quickly, tell us where you can be reached, what your Facebook page is, what the Picker Elite is. Yeah, so I'm on Facebook, and it is under the Picker Elite, um, and I use it as one word, so it's P-I-C-K-E-R-E-L-I-T-E. Um, it's a name that we actually, that I took and carried over from our father, um, who was actually an antique dealer, and I just loved the name, and I think it kind of carried, um, you know, over to me with how, you know, eclectic kind of my taste is when it comes to art and different art forms. Um, also, Pickery Leet uh, 16 on Instagram, um, and uh, what else? I think that really is, like, my two big main things. I am on Etsy, um, and it's the Pickery Leet again, However, you know, there's not so many items in my store currently, but working on it and uh, working on a little project currently with um, a invitation company to do some more customized commission pieces. Yeah, because those would be awesome. Yeah. I cannot wait to see those. Well, this has been so great having you come on the air with us and share what quilling is, because really you are the person who I learned from and you you do such wonderful things with it. So thanks so, so much. For well, sharing thank you. All right. And excellent. And uh, again, this is Rolling with Aaron, my not so serious podcast. And I hope you have enjoyed. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.